right now, time to talk TV. And Pratik Navani is here as our TV critic. Hello there. Hello, Jesse. Um, I'm always a bit slow to TV shows, and I finally got to one which you emphatically endorsed a couple of months ago, Silo. In fact, you said you loved it so much that when the first season finished, you had to go read the books to find out what happened. Um, yes, I actually loved it so much that I didn't wait for the first season to finish. I I watched it after the first two. I read it after the first two episodes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't wait another week for episode three. So I read all the books. Yeah, we are, um, we're loving it, my wife and I. And I was sort of uh, hesitant to m- introduce her to it because it's sci-fi. And I thought, oh, she's not really into that. I mean, I'm not really into it either. But when the story is good enough, and of course, there's a bit of a love story here, which helps, not a stereotype, but that's mm-hmm. really what my wife needs to hook her into something. <laughs> um, you know, strong female characters. It's really great. It's really great. So thank you for that recommend. I, I knew You're I'd get there eventually. Welcome. What do you have for me today? Um, I have another one today that um, I guess is in line with something that you wouldn't normally watch. Yeah. It is a Japanese TV series called Odd Taxi. Uh-huh. Um, so it's about Hiroshi Odokawa, a 41-year-old taxi driver in Tokyo. He was abandoned by his parents when he was in elementary school. Uh, um, his only social life is speaking to the people that ride in his cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with each rider, you get a glimpse into the colorful lives that they live. It's set in Tokyo. So you just get like these interesting characters that come in, sit in his cab and have like the craziest things happening with them. One person's trying to become famous on social media and they'll do anything like make up a fake post about how they help someone or some struggling small time Japanese pop stars just trying to like keep the fan base engaged. A nurse who works at a clinic who eventually asks him out on a date. Yakuza gang members, uh, and like he has run-ins with dirty cops. And each episode, you kind of get a slices, like you get slices of these people's lives. Yeah, and it, it it really shows you what it's like. Like what if you if you're curious about what the culture and people are like in Japan. Yeah. Um. Even though it's not live action, and actually, when you think of uh, Japanese animation, you probably picture something quite different to this. I'm going to say. That's right. Um. I was just going to get to how it is an anime. And uh, it's set in a world of anthropomorphic animals. Uh, it's like like each episode you get like a little bit of the story of like a different character. And it's like so real. Like you just feel like, wow, like I did not expect an anime mm. to show something that's so real. And they're not even people. They're like, you know, uh, <laughs> Hiroshi Odokawa, the protagonist, is actually a walrus. <laughs> but they never... Never acknowledge like that yeah, the people yeah, are yeah. animals. It might remind people of Bojack Horseman, right? Yes, it's real and like almost dark, but it's it's so beautiful in so many ways yeah, because of how real the characters are, like in Bojack Horseman. Uh-huh. But they never mention the animals, which they always <laughs> do in Bojack. <laughs> and um, the overarching plot around like meeting all these different people every other day is it's about a missing schoolgirl. That was maybe last seen in his cab. Huh. So it's actually a mystery and a quite dark one because all of these people that you see in the cabs, all their lives are interconnected in like the tiniest of ways. Uh, sounds really good, I've got to say. Yeah, it's only 12 episodes, 20 minutes each, and it's an entire story. 
encapsulated in that short four-hour time, and it's done. So if you if you want something that's got a satisfying ending, and the ad, them all being animals actually ties into it, but that's a spoiler. <laughs> Where do you watch it? Um, sadly, it's only on Crunchyroll, not in any of the major streaming platforms. YouTube. Yeah, you you might be able to find it on YouTube, but crunchyroll.com is where you can watch anime. <laughs> this is not a plug. <laughs> Crunchyroll. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's only in anime circles, okay. sadly. <laughs> um, but I see you can have a 14-day trial. That's right. So if you set yourself a reminder to cancel it. Yeah, there you, you go. Probably watch this whole thing. Watch That's... it in like two days. That's what I did. <laughs> have you been to Tokyo? Never. I really want to. Does but it make you want to go? So much. Yeah. They're the, my favorite character is like the Yakuza boss leader. Yeah. Every time he comes on, he only speaks in rap. Right. So like whenever they started playing like the trap beats, I'm like, oh, this guy's coming in and he's going to like play some <laughs> sick raps. Yeah. Um, yes. Looks like it'd be good for someone like me who's feeling homesick for Tokyo. I just came back after a couple of weeks oh. um, and someone said, um, hey, if you still feel like you know, if you want to feel like you're there, there's a show on Netflix called Midnight Diner, which is uh, huh. about a chef who runs a little restaurant in the Shinjuku area. And um, he's open from midnight, very similar idea to this, actually. He's open from midnight to 7 a.m. every night. And each episode is uh-huh. um, about the people who come in that he serves and he will make them anything as long as he has the ingredients. Wow. I feel like I have heard of that. In yeah. fact, I've heard people compare it to Odd Taxi. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh, I'll check it out. I'm okay. definitely going to watch So that's Odd Taxi that Pratik is recommending here and uh, Midnight Diner is the other one that's a live, live action one. Um, okay. What about The Wheel of Time? This is a famous... Yes. Famous fantasy book, isn't it? Very famous. In fact, I feel like The Wheel of Time is the inverse of Odd Taxi, <laughs> where it's like the book. There's 15 novels mm. written by two different people because um, the uh, Robert Jordan started it, and then he sadly passed away right. before he could finish it. So the last three books were written by Brandon Sanderson, who's a sci-fi writer who wrote a fantasy, like a high fantasy like, you know, with your mages and trolls, etc. Yeah. Um, the book is really famous. Like, whoever loves the book um, has mixed opinions of the TV show. It's uh-huh. on Amazon Prime. And the second season is out. It's six episodes in right now. And I'm just hooked. Like, I- I'm a huge fan of fantasy, sci-fi, yeah. all of that. And I feel like this show, a little bit of a background, um, it follows a lady named Maureen, who's played by Rosamund Pike, and she's amazing. Uh, She's a member of this powerful organization of women called the Aes Sedai. Um, They are essentially magicians, and, you know, they can use the one power or channel the one power, as they like to call it, um, to control the elements, heal people, you know, like bring lightning from the skies, etc. And if that's your that's something you like, you'll really like this book. Yeah. I mean, the TV show. Like right? if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you've run out of Lord of the Rings things to watch. Yeah, um, I would say if you're a Lord of the Rings and a Game of Thrones fan, this sits right in between when it comes to like the, the gritty realism yeah. where Lord of the Rings is very black and white. Uh-huh. There's good, bad, general positive vibe. You know, it's a bunch of guys walking around singing. Yeah, it's a hero story. Yeah, and Game of Thrones is a bunch of different people where there's plots within plots and like 
main doing... characters getting beheaded. Yeah, exactly. So it's weddings like... being ruined. <laughs> yeah, wedding. Exactly. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but if you're craving either of those two, and but you don't want to watch something that's too black and white, this is right in the middle. But it's also two seasons in. And there's just so much. Like, the world that they, like, build in this show is just vast. Like, it's a novel where there are so, so many characters with many plot lines. And some of them are interconnected. Some are insignificant. And I just feel like I want to watch more. Like, I want to know what happens next. And it's a slow burner. So I feel like it's going to be like Game of Thrones where season two ending or season three ending is where it really kicks into gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that's called The Wheel of Time. And finally, A.P. Dillon. Yeah, this one I chose because it resonated with me a lot right. on a personal level. Yeah. A.P. Dillon, have you heard of the guy? No. So he's this... Um, I, a little bit about myself. Uh, I moved to Vancouver in 2015 from India. And so did A.P. Dillon. He moved from Punjab, a small village in Punjab, to... Um, Victoria Island, uh, off the coast of Vancouver. Yeah. Or to Vancouver Island, off the coast of Vancouver. I've just Googled him. He's very handsome as you are. Oh, too. thank you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's just his – it's a four-part docuseries about his rise to fame from, like, making music in his, like, garage, like, in a tiny little yeah. booth to then selling out arenas in North America. Oh, cool. All the way from Canada, like, Vancouver, yeah, Toronto, wow. New York. Yeah, and um, it just really resonated with me personally. He's just like this guy who's like whose story is so similar to mine. Yeah. And and I'm sure a lot of people from India feel like, oh, he like, you know, I could be like him. Yeah, and, fantastic. And yeah, it's just a feel good four part doco. It doesn't get into anything too real and nitty gritty. Mm. Uh, but it's mainly about how. But the story alone is uplifting enough that it's yes, enjoyable to watch. 100 percent. He captures that diaspora of Indians that yeah. are that are either first generation immigrants who are studying like trying to make money study and have like some sort of like passion and you know mm. some sort of life outside being stuck in that yeah. hustle yeah. and that's what it is about like cuz he has no label no producer it's just a guy around like a few years older than me and a few of his friends from uni and they're like let's make music and then Let's not sign a label. Let's go and actually, you know, once they hit, like, once they went viral online, they were like, cool, we're just going to start booking these stadiums and selling our tickets on our own. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty bad. What are you going to become famous for, aside from uh, Afternoons TV Uh, reviews? I don't know, Jesse. I feel like there is a lot I would love to become famous for. uh, But at the same time, it seems like he gets so much hate. That's what one of the episodes is about. Uh, is it, what do you think it's worth it, Jesse, as a famous person yourself? Wow, I don't know. I guess I'll have to watch AP Dylan's documentary before I can uh, give you a full smart to that one. Pratik, <laughs> AP Dylan, D H I L L O N, uh, first of a kind is the name of the doco. Thank you. Three great choices there for you. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, Pratik Navani is our TV critic. He was also talking about The Wheel of Time and Odd Taxi. Thank you, sir. Oh, hang on, hang on. We'll turn you back on. Go on. Someone turned your microphone off. That's rude, eh? That wouldn't happen if you were properly famous. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It doesn't happen to you, I'm sure. Um, They're both available on Prime, AP Dylan and Wheel of Time. Thank you. Good stuff. Uh, That's the Amazon show. I get mixed up. Um, Because there was confusingly another TV channel in New Zealand called Prime.